Okay, hello, Sackings Therapy, episode 20. There we go. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, to recap the Dallas game that just happened. Uh, pretty close one for the most part, but ultimately a disappointing loss. Uh, but, but we're just going to, you know, I guess tread on uh, and just try to, you know, talk about it and, you know, like see the positives side of things even though there aren't that many, but, you know, we'll, we'll try to make most out of it. And w to do that with me, Paul. Hey. Okay, well, um, so let, let's just get into the game. Um, so uh, first thing you, we noticed, uh, Belly was out of the starting lineup. Corey Joseph was in the starting lineup. And we found out real quick why that was. It's for the Luca man. You can't really talk about the Kings against Dallas without starting with the Luka man. Now, Corey guarded Luka for basically the entire game. There were a few possessions, I think, where uh, Harrison Barnes and Bays was on him, even, uh, even Fox on him. But Corey was the primary defender on Luka, and they basically matched his minutes with Luka. And Luke and I think Corey started pressing him full court, like denying him the ball. Like, yeah, they like Corey actually really got into him, like got Luca flustered in the beginning. And uh, yeah, so that was like the one of the most interesting things going in. I mean, yeah, it's nice to see that we had people to guard Luca because he would have been a big threat if he continued to, you know, be Luca throughout the whole game. Well, he was Luca. Although, if you watch the game, like then the stats, like he had a thirty-point triple double and with like twenty rebounds. But yeah, looking through the game, he really didn't play that well. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, we did a good job of kind of flustering him. No, no, yeah, I, I really thought he picked up more towards the end. And you know, great players tend to do that. This is how it is, and. uh yeah, so um, Bogey picks up two quick fouls, but does stay in for a little bit and you know does some stuff. Uh, unfortunately, he does not make any shots, and that will become a theme uh, in this game. Uh, however, on the bright side, Buddy seems to have gotten his rhythm back. He hit three threes in the first quarter, uh, nine threes total for the Kings in the first quarter, and Kings lead 37-27 to in the first quarter. Uh, anything else you want to talk about the first Let's quarter? Let's see. Uh... Yeah, I also thought we need to draw more fouls. I mean, even though we're we made nine threes this quarter, I felt like um, some of the plays we could have, you know, just drawn fouls instead. Uh, but you know, uh, the lineup we had wasn't really good at drawing fouls besides Fox. So I guess you know maybe Fox could have drew some fouls, just a couple. You know. Fox hasn't drawn that many fouls in the bubble so far, and it's one of those things that's kind of weird. The refing is a little weird. Like, yeah. And like some of the calls that like Luca got, I mean, like Fox should have gotten more. Like he, because he did, he did did a few Luca things, like where you just kind of run into the guy and like fake, essentially like you know jump into your shot while running into the guy. Mm -hmm. Like maybe he should have done a few more of those, but like he wasn't getting those calls. No. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't shot that many free throws, and it's yeah, it's probably something he can work on. But again, the refs are weird. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about stats later because it it's pretty pretty interesting, I guess you could say. Okay, well, uh, on to the second quarter. Alex Len is back. Yay! I do I do like Alex Len. You know, big stiff, big guy who's 
an asshole, basically. Like, <laughs> can't, can't really like he. You love him when he's on your team. You don't like it when he's not on your team. And mm-hmm. you know he had a nice little bank shot to you know to start, and it was you know you felt him. You know he had some good old rim protection, and it was nice. Uh, I have another note. Bogey is still cold. He, I think he was 0 for 6 up to this point at the end of the quarter. Uh, 27 free throws for the Mavs in the first half, and Kings kind of cooled down from 3. Uh, they went 0 for 8 uh, from 3 during this quarter, and their lead got trimmed down to only 4. They lead 60 to 56 at the end of the quarter. Yeah. There was a point in this quarter where I thought uh, we are really, you know, slowing down but there was another like stretch where we actually you know scored a lot but we kept on giving the Mavs fouls it was it was crazy what what was the end uh quarter score the quarter score was 50 or 60 to 56 uh king's lead now that's that's pretty ridiculous because um Mavs didn't really score too well I don't think uh during these first two quarters uh, in terms they relied of threes, a lot on free throws. Their, th- yeah. their threes were not dropping, and we really dodged a bullet because a lot of them were open. Although, with the nature of some of their players, like, for example, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., he's a microwave player. Like Sometimes he shoots well, sometimes he just doesn't. And that's just how it is. Luca, I don't think, made that many step-back threes or threes at all, actually. So, Yeah, at this point, they only made, like, what, four? Four threes? Th- uh for this first half i don't have the stat with me i only have the full the full game score yeah i'm just going off my head i'm pretty sure it's four freeze for the mavs and we had like 10 by the end of the first half yeah it's a it's pretty incredible what three-point shooting does for you what you recall another great news uh we had 31 bench points during the first half which is really good to see uh seeing from like previous games where Sometimes the bench kind of lackluster in a way. I will say, like, you know, it kind of, like, you know, it's kind of, they're not, never going to bring this one up, but the starting lineup didn't score all that well. So, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the, that was kind of the reason why the score was as close as it was. And, you know, I don't want to say, like, the Kings are cheating by putting Buddy on the bench, but Buddy is a really good score off the bench. So, and, you know, Baze is coming off the bench. He's putting up some numbers as well. Like, yeah, it's kind of, it's not something I would look into too much because, like, it's a very weird starting lineup we had this game. Okay, uh, on to the third quarter. Uh, Kings start the quarter with some really good defense. Uh, one of the big things I noticed, uh, the scram switch uh, from primarily when Joseph ended up on uh, Porzingis, Barnes or another bigger player would basically tell him to get out of there and then... Basically, they'll switch mid-possession. Barnes, like, for example, ends up on uh, Porzingis, and then Corey Joseph guards whoever, uh, whatever perimeter player Barnes was guarding. And that is something that is very encouraging to me because that shows a good defensive, like, mind. Like, these, it's a good uh, philosophy to have on your team. And, you know, like, Kings have shown this, like, throughout the season. Like, these little things things that they just kind of implement into their defense or their offense primarily defense and like they they need to find a way to bring it all together and like a scram switch like this a little individual things like this is really good um going forward yeah that'd be great to see 
Uh, I say there was a stretch in this quarter where I felt Bogey, even though he wasn't scoring at all, was still making things happen. He had a nice pass to Rashawn and then had an, had another ice had another ISO on, I think it was Maxi Kleber or a big, and basically missed the shot, but it really was a pass to Rashawn off the rim, essentially. And mm. uh, I think Rashawn got fouled off after getting the rebound. So, like, he's still making things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh Dallas, I said here, just started just kind of breaking down a little bit towards the end of the quarter and like just started making really these really random mistakes towards the end. And uh, yeah, Kings end up leading 82 to 75 at the end of the quarter. Uh, let's see. I wanted to add, uh, actually, I was wrong about last quarter where we made 10 threes. We only made nine threes for the first half. And uh, it's not until Corey Joseph in this quarter where they made the first three since so that would have made it to like however many to end of this quarter so uh yeah there was a point i think uh we needed some better rebounding in some ways uh there was a point where uh we we're trying to get the uh mavs rebound but for some reason, we couldn't get that rebound. It was the four offensive rebound um, possession. Yeah. Although oh, I don't you... blame the players too much on that possession, like because it's like it's long threes and like they just ended up being long rebounds that ended up at like mid court. So I don't blame them too much for that possession. Other get than... that damn rebound though. Yeah, we do. Other than that, um, this was what uh the time when that went out. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take it from here. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, you know, like, the, we end the quarter at uh, 82 to 75. Uh, go heading into the fourth quarter, I'll, I'll admit, having some pretty good vibes going into this quarter and, like, you know, felt, a, you know, a rush of adrenaline. Unfortunately, that would slowly start to dwindle. Uh, there was a stat that said Kings had 42 bench points to the Mavs 12. Unfortunate because the starters weren't scoring all that well, so... Um, Kings did draw a lot of fouls um, during this, like especially with Harrison Barnes, like getting out in transition and just uh, drawing fouls on on uh, the Mavs. Uh, towards the end of the quarter, however, the offense really start to bog down. There were no, there were basically one pass to a guy, and basically he would end up isoing primarily up top, and then ending up with a meh shot at at best, and like. For, for this stretch, every now and then, like, you know, Belly would hit a three from 30 feet, and that, that was about it. Um, and, toward, and again, towards the end of the uh, game, like, the, the lead started to, you know, dwindle. Like, at one point, uh, at many points, actually, Mavs tied or were just down two, but they kept basically making mental mistakes, whether it was a turnover or, like, a bad pass or couldn't get the rebound. Like they just had so they gave the Kings so many opportunities to just blow the game open, and while the Kings did take advantage of some of them, it wasn't enough. They needed to take more advantage of when these opportunities present themselves. The Kings didn't, and basically it culminated at a tied game at the end of the quarter. Kings uh, have the ball. They don't call a timeout. Uh, Fox dribbles down, gets the switch onto Luca. I don't know why they were trying to attack Luca as much as they did. I don't think he's like a bad defender. 
I don't, I don't think he's good by any means, but like he's not a bad defender. So I don't know why they ISOed on him as much as they did. It's almost like a vendetta they have against Luca in a way. Uh, so basically, Fox ISOs on uh, Luca from the right wing, misses kind of a elbow fade on the right side, and we had overtime. What other notes do you have in the fourth quarter for what you did see? Uh, Yari pretty much uh, went over it. Um, okay. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right, well, then we'll just move on to OT. Uh, Fox misses a shot. We go to OT. Uh, there was a little bit ball mo- more ball movement to start the uh, court, start the OT. But again, it kind of just started to just bog down to uh, basically one-on-one ISOs, usually with Fox. Fox did make a pretty few... Cl- a uh, few clutch jumpers uh, over the big man. That was actually really nice to see. But, you know, the little ball movement or the lack of ball movement really started to catch up to them. Uh, the game kind of turned at this point. Buddy hits a three to go up three. And basically, go coming down, uh, Buddy basically fouls uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., giving them three free throws. Tim Hardaway ties the game. And that's basically where everything kind of fell apart for us. Again, little ball movement on our side. And then it basically led to us doubling Luca and then leaving, I think it was Dorian or Maxi Cleaver. I don't remember. And they basically hit a three, and that kind of was the tagger. And uh, Kings ultimately lose uh, 114 to 110. And we go to O of, th- o of three in the bubble. Uh, what else do you have for the OT? Uh,. Other than what you explained, um, I thought the Kings had, yeah, some poor shot choices again in terms of uh, isoing. Um, and another thing was, uh, I didn't, I didn't hear this from the fourth quarter. I think this is where they fouled out. Um, both Porzingis and Rashawn Holmes fouled out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, actually, I didn't mention that. I didn't. I actually didn't notice <laughs> until uh, Katie. Uh, what you might call it mentioned it on TV. That's Katie Hunter for you guys. Uh. So yeah, um, I felt like both of them would have made uh was would have uh, made a really big impact. Yeah, big impact. Yeah. Uh, um, it's it, yeah, especially Rashawn on our on our end on the defensive end, and you know Porzingis on the offensive end, just being basically taller than basically anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's an unfortunate loss. Like this one we had in our hands and, you know, it just we let it slip away. And it's just not a great look. And it just puts them, the Kings, in such a hole now that while they're they're not done, there there's still a chance. There's five more games to play. Um, you know, we're so the number we really should be worrying about is that we're one and a half games behind the ninth seed. Although mm-hmm. we are the final seed now in the West uh, behind the Suns now who have won three straight after uh, Zubach threw the ball to Devin Booker and he hit a game winner. Yeah, th- Thanks Zubach. Uh, yeah. So not all hope is lost, but basically we have to play really well at this point and we have to hope that Portland San Antonio, New Orleans, and at this point, the Suns, which is, Jesus Christ, you know, where have we gone? Uh, they, we have to hope that they drop off somehow. And, you know, this upcoming New Orleans game, 
That's a statement game. You have to win that one. You don't win that one, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, we dig, we have a habit of digging ourselves into a hole and then we somehow dig ourselves out. Now, we'll have to see how the Kings play for the rest of the, uh, you know, for the rest of the bubble. But, you know, a positive takeaway from this, again, as I said, there are the scram switch is a good example of things that I think Luke is implementing into the, into the team. And I think those can lead to really good things next year. And, you know, we get Marvin back next year. And, like, I'd like to see what Fox looks like with Marvin or Marvin looks like with Fox. Because I did watch a little bit of that Suns game. And, you know, Booker looks really good with Aiden. Like, you know, hopefully we get that dynamic duo on our end, too. And, you know, this is a good learning experience for a lot of the Kings who have never really been in this position where, you know, you're playing for games that mean something. Now, a lot of fans like get infatuated with, you know, the Dave Yeager uh, Kings where they went 39 and what, 43, I think? Yeah, I think 39 uh, and 43. Yeah. Don't, don't forget, the Kings went 9 for 16 to end to, after the All-Star break. Like, that was when the games really mattered and we faltered. And, you know... You know, like right now, it's shown that the team is again faltering, and you know we need to get over this mental block. And hopefully, this is you know one of the places that we can kind of do that. If we're not doing it right now, of course, but like you know, it's a good learning experience for the young guys, and you know, you know, see it as almost a building block for next year. But it'd be nice to make the uh, playoffs and get you know wrecked by the Lakers, basically. But you know, so see how that goes. Yeah, there's always next year. Yeah, I, I know. Well, I, I'm a relatively new Kings fan. I don't know how long you've been following uh, the Kings, uh, but you know, we're you know, I'm I'm hopeful for the future. Like I know Kings fans have been hearing that for like God knows how long at this point. But like, you know, I think this is as optimistic as we have actually been for a while now. That's you know something to you know hope you know hold your hopes to. Yeah, this is probably the, probably the, I don't know the word for it now. It's like, I want to say happiest I've been as a Kings fan to know that we're really? this close. I, I don't know the word. It's not, I'm not happy about it. Domestic, domestic, hope, hopeful. Uh, I guess. As a Kings fans were pretty miserable this year. And, you know, you look at Kings Twitter, it's a, it's a miserable bunch. It's it's why I'm glad that we got the chance to potentially make it to the playoffs, but you know, we it did end it up that way. Look at these last three games. You never know. Well, well, we'll see you next year, man. <laughs> yeah, and like Lord knows what happens when Marvin does come back. Like again, there's a lot of talent there, but implementing him back into the system will produce, you know, unpredictable results. I think. Mm-hmm. I like to think that it's it'll be for the good, and it probably will be. But like, does it happen right away? You know, and uh, yeah. So that's kind of the positive takeaways that I have for this game. And like, you know, again, like we're not dead in the water. There is still hope, but we do have to play really well, and we have to hope that San Antonio and Portland drop off. Let's see, I know San Antonio has a pretty decently hard schedule. How's Portland's schedule? Portland's schedule, I remember, is pretty tough, if I remember right. Mm. They have like some, it's like against a lot of East contenders. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, they they could drop off, but then again, our uh, schedule ain't getting easier either. It no, it's getting easier. <laughs> it's Isn't getting it? easier. Of course, we're playing the Pelicans and like uh, the Nets and you know Houston. <laughs> like Lord knows what Houston's doing. Uh, Houston and uh, I think Pelicans again and the Lakers. Mm. Yeah. So no, it it gets quote unquote easier, but they're definitely. But like, does that like we really shouldn't even look at that because like you know the Kings are just all over the place. So like even if we have a we we we're not good enough to actually say like oh this is going to be an easy team. No team is easy for us. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have oh. to see how that goes for us. Um yeah, any any other thoughts you have? Uh no, not really. We'll see about the next game. Yeah, hopefully uh you know Kings pick it up because like this this is really a do or die game because you know we win like we go up and then they and then the Pelicans go down so like you know that almost knocks it knocks them out of the playoffs if we win and then we get knocked out if you know we lose you know at that point we'll just have to look at development will you be able to watch the next game I will not be able to I'll be at work it's also early as all hell. Oh boy! What? I always wonder why. It's it's nice in a way. Oh, and that's that's early. Yeah, I actually prefer them to be early because, like, if I hate it that like Kings games were always like you know start at like seven here in uh, Pacific time. Yeah. Like when I and then after the game is like nine, it's like nine, and I'm like I'm still tense from just watching the game and I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. So especially I actually going like to it a this game. way. Yeah, especially if going to a game. Yeah, but I fo- I always try to schedule my game like if I ever do go to the game to have the next day off. So yeah, but yeah. Um, hope will you be able to kind of cover it? I'll watch the highlights, but I won't be able to watch the game. Uh, I'll try. Let me check the time. It is at ten thirty. If I'm right, it's, early. Oh, it's an hour early. earlier. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We will shall see if you see a podcast. You'll know that we've done one. It will most likely be a solo pod from just Fong. So, yeah, you get you, you get a nice little bonus from just Fong. We'll see if I wake up. Gee. All right. Okay. Well, that's it for the Mavs game. You know, Pelicans game next. Hopefully, we we definitely win that one. We had a chance here. We showed some good stuff. Let's carry it into the next game. Yes. Okay. We'll see you guys in hopefully two days. All right, see you guys later.